Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fantasy Madness Podcast with me, your host, the Matt Chatter, Ryan MK. That's right. Back for more. You know what we're here for. Duh. Winning. That's right. Duh. Winning. More winning. And don't forget. Don't forget to follow me on the Twitter and the gram at RMK Madness. That's right. RMK Madness. I hope everyone had a good weekend. I had an interesting one, to be honest. Interesting one for me. The kids were in berserker mode all fucking weekend. So that was interesting. Just nonstop energy galore. Screaming in abundance for some reason. It's amazing. But then I calm them down. And we gather around the TV. And we play a little Lego Jurassic World. And everything is okay. And everything is okay. Also, hmm. Fantasy football issues this weekend, huh? A lot of shit on, uh, what a shit storm on Twitter. For those not in the know, Bobby Sylvester of Fantasy Pros, I think that's how you're saying it. Honestly, I think I may have saw his name a few times. I didn't really know who the fuck he was. I'm not a big Fantasy Pros person. I check out their rings and some of their information from time to time. But I'm not diehard Fantasy Pros, so not as familiar with Mr. Bobby. And apparently, Mr. Bobby has been trying a little too hard to get into females' DMs. Hmm. And now, no longer at Fantasy Pros. And good for Fantasy Pros. I'm not sure what the fuck took him so long. But, you know, I can understand in one aspect that... (laughs) If you are working remotely, like this isn't a big office building that all these people go to, uh, I imagine all these different writers and whatnot, so I can imagine you can't exactly watch everybody's behavior, exactly know what's going on. You don't see them in the building every day. But they took a little long to get to the action, but hey, hey. I suppose they wanted to do their due diligence. But the bottom line, not only was the shit he's sending these females terrible, but then he gets a burner account shortly after. Like, the stupidity. Like, I sometimes baffle at this. Like, not only are you an asshole, but you're a stupid asshole. At least the smart assholes, I can appreciate what they've done to try and you know, cover themselves, get out of trouble. (laughs) It's kind of comical. And it can be kind of interesting. (laughs) It really can. Why do you think people like, uh, you know, caper movies and shit like that? Heist movies. You kind of like to see how a villain's brain works. But this is stupidity. Clear as day... Your burner account, Bobby. (laughs) And if you really like to know more, I'm sure you can find all the information you need on Twitter. I don't really care. Uh, I'm kind of over it now. I was kind of into the conversation the beginning of the weekend. 
because a lot was going on. But he's fired. He's gone. Good riddance. Probably not have to hear from him again, so I'm ready to just move on. Although I gotta say this. This shit's gotta change. I mean, granted, this is not just a fantasy football community issue. It's not even just a sports issue. This... The prejudice in general in this world, in this country, is overwhelming at times. And this goes very much so for black people, but for all minorities and for women. And these people that have this idea that they have some sort of power over women because of this guy's pointing out this Bobby... I make a lot of money. I got a fantasy podcast with over 200,000 followers. I just really don't get the mindset. I really do. I really don't get the mindset of anyone who's got an issue with equality. I mean, color of the skin, ethnic background, well, religious beliefs, sex, gender. None of that. It did. We're all fucking people, man. We should be treating each other accordingly. I just don't, I just don't get it. Maybe dude's got a problem. I've had a problem, an alcohol problem. And I must say in the midst of my alcoholism, I was a much different person. I don't know. If he does have a problem, he needs help. But, uh, and he's married, man. Like, I don't, even if you're unhappily married, like, I just don't get, I, I, it's disappointing, you know, because people do feel like this kind of, you know, puts like a black mark on the fantasy football community, but I don't feel that way, man. Because I'm sorry, there are assholes everywhere. Some people suck. You know? They just do. As Tom Segura would say. Some people suck. And all we can do is try and not suck ourselves. Right? And try and call people out when they suck. And I do find it funny. All these people that have a problem with cancel culture. And it's like, I, I, I really don't. <laughs> Cancel these motherfuckers. I don't care. If you're going to act shitty, you need to face consequences. Maybe that's part of the problem in this fucking country, is that the consequences for being prejudiced and unfair to minorities and not promoting equality and things like this and doing these types of things, maybe that's part of the problem, is that there's not enough punishment. There's not enough consequence, which is why it continues. So people can call it cancel culture and be upset with it all they want. But I find it refreshing that some of the shittier people that exist in the universe are finally starting to get called out. Cancel culture? Sure. But I'm down. If you're in some way a racist, misogynist, piece of shit and you've been especially for those who who remain steadfast in their beliefs 
in this day and age. Well, I really don't feel bad for you at all if you get canceled. No, because there's not been enough consequence for these types of people. There was probably a good reason why this shit still exists. (sighs) But I digress. (laughs) Yet more shitty people, Darius Geis. Fuck, man. Unbelievably excited about him this year. And I know there was a lot of doubters. And they're all laughing right now, which is stupid. Because at the root of this, really is it would appear on the surface that he really put a hurting on a female. And that's bullshit. I fucking dropped him everywhere. I'm done with him. Like, I was giving him another chance after all the injury stuff this year, and I was excited about him. But I I don't even care if he comes back anymore. I'm done with him. And he's gone. Fuck him. (sighs) What are you going to do? What are you going to do? People are going to make their own decisions, and some people suck. Again, (laughs) some people just fucking suck. Whatever it is, I don't know. This is why it's so important for us all, like on a serious note, to be wary, you know, of our mental health, to make sure, you know, we're sharp there, that it's on point, because anger issues are how something like an assault can happen. I mean, you got to, you know, we all need to take care of our mentals. Who was it that said that recently? (laughs) So, our mentals. It was a football player, wasn't it? God damn it, I feel like it was a football player. I can't remember. I can't remember. If anybody listening remembers, let me know on Twitter because I can't for the life of me remember. (laughs) The mentals. You got to take care of your mentals. God damn it. Marshawn Lynch. And he's fucking right. Get your money. Take care of your mentals. It's important shit, man. Important shit. Anyway. We'll go ahead and move on from the serious combo and get into some NFL news, shall we? Yeah, we'll do that. Yay, yay. NFL news. Well, with guys gone, who the hell starts in Washington, I guess, would be the first topic to cover because that's, that's really the big news football-wise is no Darius guys. Now, a lot of people are going to run to Antonio Gibson. And maybe there's a good chance that it turns out to be him. I mean, obviously, in the beginning, I feel like it's going to be Adrian Peterson. They already planned on using multiple backs. I'm not worried about Peyton Barber. I'm not worried about J.D. McKissick. I'm looking at AP, Bryce Love, and Antonio Gibson. Now, yeah, I'd love to take the flyer on Antonio Gibson, but I do think you should proceed with caution. I am interested in Bryce Love because I imagine he's pretty cheap. I don't even remember where he... I just got done with a couple drafts recently. I don't even remember where the motherfucker went. I probably should have drafted him <laughs> a couple of times in, in guys leagues, in leagues that I had guys. Definitely should have should have gotten... I think I have... Antonio Gibson in one. I think I do have Bryce Love in another. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. You suck, you jackass. That was my first fucking tongue twister thingy of whatever. Whatever. 
But yeah, I'll pass on AP because I can't imagine he's going to be the guy the whole year. So I really feel like Bryce Love or Antonio Gibson, they're going to work their way up at some point. At some point. News about Cam Newton. It sounds like he's a full go. Bill Belichick says there's going to be a competition. He must compete. We're not just handing him the job over Mr. Jarrett Stidham. Cam Newton will have to compete. I know, this is a terrible Bill Belichick. You should hear my miscellaneous debris podcast and my wonderful Trump impersonation because it's really not wonderful. It's even worse than the Belichick because I'm not an impersonator. I can't really impersonate. I can't, this is not my thing. Can't do it. I just more rant. <laughs> Miami, the Dolphins, they signed Chester Rogers and Ricardo Lewis. Now, this is funny because everybody's scrambling to figure out, okay, the Dolphins. No more Albert Wilson, right? No more Alan Hearns. So after the top two guys, who do you got? Isaiah Ford, Jakeem Grant, Gary Jennings, Kirk Merritt. You got all these different guys. But now you go from going, oh, which of these young guys is going to break out to, oh, shit, they brought in Chester Rogers and Ricardo Luz. There could be a chance that, you know, it's camp bodies. And, hey, some of these younger guys beat out Rogers and Lewis. But I do really like Ricardo Lewis. I really do. I really freaking do. Because his workout metrics are actually pretty fucking crazy. Let me pull them up real quick. I had it pulled up. See, this is some shit. Because I had it pulled up on my phone. And now it's not pulled up on my phone. How did that happen? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get He's not even there. There he is. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. But 443 40-yard dash, 94th percentile speed score, 89th percentile burst score. Goodness gracious. 77th percentile catch radius. College target share in the 72nd percentile. That's all some good stuff. Now he's got a couple questionable metrics. And obviously he hasn't done shit up to this point, but I do like some of his profile. And, you know, he spent a lot of time on the uh, shitty Browns who were doing nothing for a while. So we'll see. We'll see. But in all honesty, I don't expect either of them to really be on the roster. Maybe Chester Rogers. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And we could get the NFL on Saturdays if There happens to be no college football. That's right. Just more changes, more addition, more different stuff happening this year with the COVID-19 pandemic. It's all crazy. It's going to be an abnormal, unusual, crazy fucking year. Full of chaos, most likely. So you got to prepare. And a good way to do that is by going to check out my article on playerprofiler.com, how COVID-19 will impact the fantasy football season. Go check it out. Check it out. You can find it on my Twitter as well, at RMK Madness again. Check out that article. It's good stuff. Help you think about things that you might not be thinking about in relation to how this season will play out. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be a normal one. Anyway, I digress. Moving on, moving on. Let's go ahead and take a quick breather. We're going to come back, continue on with the divisional breakdown, and hit the NFC South.
There's one too many crazy laughs there. That's actually exactly what the sound effect is called, crazy laugh. But it fits, you know what I mean? It fits, it fits, it fits. Welcome back. We are at the NFC South Ended Divisional Breakdown. Made very interesting in the offseason, yes? I would say so. Atlanta's about the same, you know. They got a new addition at running back. But big quarterback stuff in Carolina, in Tampa Bay. Even a couple moves in New Orleans. So let's get into it. Let's get into it with the Atlanta Falcons to begin with. Matty Ice. Solid, borderline, QB1. I like Matty Ice. I really do. He's getting up there in age. But I still like him a lot. Gurley, the new addition I spoke of, I do think is going to have a good season. I really, really do. I'm If you're on him in Dynasty, just because I don't know if he's going to be Enough to where you're going to be able to get something out of him before his knee goes completely to shit. So, I think that's something to keep an eye on. But I do think, especially in redraft, guillotine leagues, things like that, I think Gurley is going to have a really good year. Bouncing back. RB2, at least. Okay? I think he's going to be good in that offense. And for backups, it's between Ito, Smith, and Brian Hill. Now, it's tough because I like both of their profiles. However, <laughs> both were not great in the chances, the, the opportunity that they had in filling in for Devonta Freeman. So, who do you go that? Well, you know, obviously... Doesn't seem like the coaching staff has much love for Cadre Olison, so just move him to the side and take a stab on the Ito Smith or the Brian Hill because you never know with, with Todd Gurley's condition, you never know when one of those two might be called upon. Both of them, who knows? We'll see how it goes. For receiver, Julio Jones is still the man, but Ridley is right there. Solid wide receiver, too. And they're talking about Russell Gage as the number three. But I'd like to point out again my boy Olamide Zacchaeus. And I know they signed Laquan Treadwell as well. Treadwell as well. Treadwell as well. That sounds funny. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> but Laquan, blah, 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 blah. I imagine if Julio or Ridley goes down, Laquan will see some time. But they're not going to throw him in the slot. That's Russell Gage. And, in my opinion, eventually Olamide Zacchaeus. Hayden Hurst will be the starter at tight end, but I promise you, he isn't Austin Hooper. He's not going to have the Austin Hooper production. But I still think he's solid, and they really don't have shit for depth. So I do think he's going to get a lot of those Austin Hooper roles. But if they're really trying to incorporate a third receiver, which they should, because, again, Hayden Hurst, no Austin Hooper. So if they're going to incorporate a third receiver, I think that's a good idea. And again, it should be Ola Midi Zacchaeus. <whistles> Carolina Panthers. Well, it's Teddy B's time to shine, right? And if he falters, if he falters, P.J. Walker. Say, I like both these guys. I really like Teddy. You know, as someone who's rooted for the Vikings for years, allow me some Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's had a bad bounce. But... I also think he's uh, got some shit to prove to really live up to that contract, to live up to the franchise quarterback 
kind of model as opposed to someone who maybe they're just uh, using to get them through, you know? What the fuck term am I thinking of? <laughs> you know what I mean, though. They're using a quarterback to get through to the next quarterback. I don't know why that term has just abandoned my fucking brain right now. Just right out the skull. Right out the skull. Not sure what happened. Not sure what happened at all, but that's okay. We'll just keep it going. Keep it going. Moving past the quarterbacks, you get to the running backs, and it's quite simple. Christian McCaffrey. That's all that needs to be said. There's shit for depth here, too. But, 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 but. Reggie Bonifon is decent. So if you're going to have McCaffrey, I'd probably grab Bonifon just to be safe. DJ Moore's a stud. I think he's going to finish as wide receiver one this year. And Curtis Samuel, I think, is underrated. I know Robbie Anderson is there. And that he worked with Matt Rule in college, or played under, I should say. And I, I just don't... I, I don't think Robbie's going to be used at time. I see Curtis Samuel. They even said, the coaching staff, Curtis Samuel, integral part to the offense. And then you think about it, you got Samuel in the slot, DJ the X, Robbie the deep threat. There you go. And plus, again, back to Robbie. I mean, Teddy's not the most, uh, he doesn't go downfield the most. So, I mean, honestly, that is a little worrisome because I thought there was so much more to his game, but maybe it was just the way the Saints offense was built to use Teddy. We'll have to really see. I think this is going to be an interesting year for Mr. Teddy Bridgewater, but I am fading Robbie Anderson, but I like Curtis Samuel a lot, and I love me some DJ Moore. I do, I do, I do. At tight end, Ian Thomas is the man. Can't go wrong, and there ain't shit for competition behind him. So ride Ian Thomas all the fucking way. That's right. That's right. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Goodness. Moving on. New Orleans Saints. That's right. That's right. That's right. Drew Brees. <clears throat> I find a bit concerning. He doesn't have the deep ball like he used to. That's why they'd be having Taysom Hill throw it when it's deep. And now they got Jameis Winston rostered, and he can throw deep. May not be as accurate. <laughs> but he did get his vision fixed, right? He got that shit corrected. But I do like Jameis Winston. I think he needs to be rostered everywhere because I don't know that it's a foregone conclusion, obviously, that, well, that anybody plays a full season, but that Drew Brees does. And I'm not a big Taysom Hill fan, and it's pretty clear they signed Winston to back up Breeze because they're not going to do anything for a Taysom Hill offense until Taysom Hill takes over completely, if that ever really happens, or this is just a smoke f fucking show, because I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> All I know is this year, Winston's backing up Breeze, and we'll see from there. Kamara should be a running back one again. I do think Latavius is solid. And I do think Ty Montgomery, who is also on the depth chart, would be interesting if Kamara went out. I do, I do. Michael Thomas, I do think, could take a small step back this year, in part because they added Emmanuel Sanders, who I think is going to be awesome in that offense. I do think Traquan Smith takes another step forward. And don't forget, they have tight ends, okay? Jared Cook, rookie Adam Troutman. He's a little bit older, a little more experienced. Adam Troutman 
is one of those tight ends that actually could be productive in year one. So that's a hell of a like receiving group between the receivers and the tight ends. And you got an undrafted free agent, Marquez Calloway. I like him too. So it, it's they they have a lot more, I would say, going into 2020 than you know what they've had previously and why they've had to rely so much on Michael Thomas. So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. But I do think you gotta consider just knocking Michael Thomas down a peg. Just saying, just saying. Moving on. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, now, now. Tom Brady is the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Winston on to the Saints. Cam Newton from the Panthers, who Teddy Bridgewater obviously took over for. He's on to the Patriots, Brady's former team. What a clusterfuck. And I do think Brady could have a better year this year than he did last year. And he wasn't terrible last year. He just wasn't great. But he has weapons, so many weapons. Now, Bruce Aarons came out and said, Rojo, Ronald Jones, is slated for lead bag duties. But I still got my eyes on Vaughn. I still like Dare, Ogamuwale, a particularly in PPR, because I think he could become a buddy of Tom Brady's, a James White type. And I do think that LaShawn McCoy is toast. I think he's done for. And I do think that, hey, once Ronald Jones is struggling, he's going to have no choice but to put Keyshawn Vaughn in. And if Brady really has a voice in that locker room, Brady knows talent. I think he'll see that Keyshawn Vaughn... Some people are down on Keyshawn Vaughn now, particularly after the shady signing, but... I think people are overreacting. I think if Ronald Jones was that great, they wouldn't have drafted Vaughn. And they wouldn't have signed Shady. But Shady's going to be... I, I, He might not even make the team. People got to think about that. I'm fading Shady. But I'm jumping on some Keyshawn Vaughn because he's going to just get cheaper. And I love me some Dare. I really do. On to receiver, of course, Chris Godwin. He's the man. He's going to destroy this year. That's going to be Brady's guy. I'm telling you. He's exactly the kind of guy that Brady will love. He can do everything. But I expect Mike Evans to be to be very, very good as well. And then you got who's going to play the third receiver, that third receiver chair. Well, Justin Watson, Scotty Miller, Ty Johnson. Do they go with Scotty Miller? I mean, he wasn't bad last year. I personally think Justin Watson is the most talented of those left in that receiver group. But they did draft Tyler Johnson, one of those black box prospects. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. So I'd love to see who works out. You know, Tyler Johnson could be at a disadvantage because Watson and Miller have been there. But we'll have to see. It may not matter because really, aside from the top two receivers, the third guy really, I think, on that team, targets is going to be Rob Gronkowski. He's the real number three. And I do think people are too low on OJ because I could see OJ Howard making some noise too because I could see Tom Brady liking him. And worst case scenario, he gets traded maybe to somewhere that could actually fucking use him. 
But I do think it's a little bit different when you got Tom Brady, because Tom Brady knows real well how to use two tight ends. Granted, they still have goofy Cameron Braid there. <laughs> so that it could always trade OJ and then use Gronk and Braid. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Don't give up on OJ Howard, is all I'm saying. All right. That is our divisional breakdown for this week. It's almost done. We only have one more team to go. One more team. One more division. Next week, the NFC West, and then we'll be done with divisional breakdowns. Also, I'm not sure if next pod or maybe the pod after I will be getting into the article that I just wrote and going in depth about how COVID-19 could impact fantasy, what to look for, players to look for, etc., etc. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Quick one, quick breather, and then we're going to come back, wrap it up, and close up shop. Game over, man. Game over. Yes, indeed. Game over, show over. Time to close up shop. But before we go, don't forget to follow me on the Twitter and the gram. At RMK Madness, check out my new work on playerprofiler.com. That's right. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave reviews, if you will. Feel free to tell me how much you hate me. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and I know I've been promising for a few weeks, but I will have a fucking Patreon up soon. I'm just kind of waiting to get all my stuff together for it. But it, it is coming. It is coming. And I would say... Watch hockey. <laughs> Again, this is my, a message I have every week. Just watch hockey. It's been so much fun. And now we're finally at the point where we're down to the 16-team Stanley Cup playoff bracket after all the additions and changes to the actual bracket because of the play-in part. And it's been phenomenal so far. And now we're at the traditional bracket part of the 2020 tournament. And here we go. Stanley Cup, we're on our way. And it's exciting. And it's fun. And we got some great matchups. Oh, watch out, watch out. <sighs> so exciting. And I would also like to say that this, this is more of a public service announcement, okay? Mad Chatter public service announcement. Don't be a dick. Don't be a cunt. Just be kind and respectful. Parents, educate your kids to do the same fucking thing. I was on Twitter talking about all this shit going on and how dudes are out there like, you know, I have daughters and they have to worry about dudes DM them, DMing them and fucking acting like this behavior. They got to worry about this male behavior. And I'm like, I, I don't have daughters, but I have sons. And I can only hope that I do my best to educate them. So that they don't turn out to be one of these fucking creeps, man. <sighs> you know, this world would be something else. If we all actually put more thought into one another. Caring for one another. If we looked out for each other more. But as many would point out, that's a large part of the issue with America. While we preach freedom, we also preach individualism, right? 
And while in many ways that's great, I myself love being an individual. I love having the tattoos and the piercings and be able to do it like I like being different in general. But has this country become so individualistic that it quit caring about others? I don't know. I don't know. Perhaps I think way too much. That's very... (laughs) Just living in a crazy world, man. I'm a crazy dude living in a crazy world trying to figure all the crazy shit out, if you know what I mean. But I digress. Wrap this shit up. Wrap it up. And I hope everybody has a wonderful week. I really do. I should have a pretty good week. I've got a little bit of writing to finish up today. Other than that, i got a few days coming up of just kind of relaxing and hanging out with the kids, doing a little bit of work here and there, and yeah, should be good. Oh, I do have the fucking other dentist appointment. i got to get the other half of my mouth all carved up. <laughs> oh, was that Wednesday? Wednesday? Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Fucking dentist. <laughs> anyway. Good luck to everyone if you're finishing up any drafts or starting any drafts. Good luck, good luck. And I really do. Have a good week. Have a good week. And as always, more important than ever, much love to you all. Please stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad. Ta-ta for now. Laters.